How y'all doing? In, in the country, they say, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yeah. I want to take just a few minutes to talk to you guys about it's my turn to uh, talk to you today. And I want to talk to you on a subject that's called, Are You Cleared for Takeoff? Are you cleared for takeoff? One thing that we, uh, we know for, set, for certain is that every time we go to a funeral, you know that person there is uh, t- taken off. Okay? So we, we know according to the word of God that the Lord says that, that uh, his spirit national always strive with you that one day we're going to get out of here. And then he also told about what's going to happen on the other side, that we're going to meet up with him and we're going to talk to him. And, and and there's a file in heaven being written upon us, and uh, and uh, when you stand before him, is uh, your name is in this book, okay? There's, he's got several books there. He's got some books there. One of them's called the Lamb's Book of Life. And so those of you who've taken this flight training class that we're getting ready to go through, I'll be your instructor for today. Uh, and so we're going to. Um, uh, so everybody who graduates from this class. Will be their names will go into the Lamb's Book of Life, and so in this Lamb's Book of Life, you're going to uh, be able to enjoy the goodness of all the great things that God has in store, which is for us. In the end, He says that I has not seen nor ear heard. We we can't even conceive in our mind what the great things that He has for us. So as Christians, this is what we look forward to. So in order to be a part of that. You have got to um, be a part of the flight training, Christian flight training school, um, before you get out of here. And um, anyone can join this school. Okay. Um, when I became a bus driver at Golden Gate Transit, uh, when I first heard about it, I went to go get an application. And they told me, well, uh, in order to get an application, you got to go to the Department of Motor Vehicles and get a DMV printout. Because we want to see what kind of record you have. If your record is tore up, you cannot drive with us. You got a bunch of dings on your record, you can't drive with us. But during that time, if you just had just a couple little couple of things, we could deal with that if they want to fall off. They wouldn't be strict. But now, you can have nothing on your record. You got to have a clean record. So in order to be a part of this school we're getting ready to talk to, uh, anybody can join. It's open to anybody. Lord, don't care how many dings you got on your record. Okay? But in order to get what you got to have coming, you're going to need to go to the school. First, we want to talk about, is, uh, so we've covered that. So the first, next thing we want to talk about is once you uh, have got in, once I got into the class, we want to talk about a roll call. They're going to re- take a roll call. Your name, dealers, be going to be coming on this sheet. And then that way, um, uh, once you appear for orientation, this is another orientation. Some people have already gone through the class already of orientation. So th- for those of you who haven't gone through orientation, this is your orientation today. So um, just apply your name to the sheet that you, the invisible sheet that you have before you. And um, we're going to deal with the attendance. Now, um, where I come from out of this uh, job that I had to do, they had a very strict attendance uh, program. And so when you got in trouble, if you, if you were tardy or you were late, um, you had only so many that you could do of those. 
and then uh, you weren't going to be able to um, complete this course. Uh, you'd have to come back at a later time. Okay. On this course here, uh, your name, once it becomes in attendance, um, we want to deal with uh, tardiness. Uh, some people uh, are tardy. And we know that when we're in school, when we're young, we know that uh, uh, you begin to raise, the teacher begins to raise an eyebrow when they see if you have too many tardies. If you're late. Uh, and so uh, too many tardies, they're going to, your name gets marked on this special sheet over here. Get a little check mark every time, you know, you're late or whatever to this class, right? And so, so the one thing they want you to do, they want you to be on time. They want you to show up. Uh, for this class on time, okay? We understand that things happen that you can't always be the class on time, okay? That, that's accountable. You just be able to talk to uh, your instructor concerning why you're late so many. But too many tardies, uh, you're going to have to go see the principal right through that door. See your principal right through that door over there. The next thing we want to talk about is cutting class. You cannot cut class in this program. If you do, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up with you. Okay, um, cutting class too many times might cause you not to graduate. Uh, uh, if you don't graduate, then they say that you didn't flunk the course, and we do not want to flunk this course because the penalty for flunking the course is not good. Okay, so number one, you're on the roll call. You we, we we're dealing with this thing with strict attendance. We have an attendance policy. Now, many people have uh, their reasons for not um, participating in a certain, especially it might be a Tuesday or Wednesday night class that we have here. Some people might not come. Uh, it's very interesting um, some of the excuses that they have for not coming to Tuesday and Wednesday night uh, attendance program Bible class. Um, maybe they've had a long day. And they say, Lord. I know you want me to be there today, but, ooh, my feet sure do hurt. I can't be there because my feet hurt. Lord, I started early this morning. I thank you for the food you gave me and, 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 the, and the clean air that I breathed all week, all this day. Lord, Lord, you protected me as I went. Ooh, Lord, but I can't make it today. Check mark. Goes onto your uh, attendance card. Once you get into uh, Golden Gate Transit, or once you become uh, a part of the flight uh, training program, um, they have this thing. Uh, we're going to look at this from a, not only from a physical aspect, we're gonna also going to look at this from a spiritual aspect as well. Um, we have a thing that's called a pre-trip inspection. Now, a pre-trip inspection is that uh, uh, as you walk towards the vehicle that you're going to be taken out into service, you kind of do a pre-trip. You begin to look uh, visual as you approach this vehicle to see if there might be any damages or anything or if you got any flats or whatever, uh, just a visual. And so um, in our company, we have a thing in the side of the bus called a, def uh, called a defect card, which lists a whole bunch of things. And so if you see something wrong with this bus or your airplane, you're supposed to check that mark off. And then you're supposed to give it to people so that they can attend it or take it around to the shop. So what you need to do is, um, as you look at your life in the mirror, now you know yourself better than I do, you need to take a pre-trip inspection. 
What I do on my pre-trip inspection is that once I get inside the bus, I start the bus up, turn on all the lights, turn on the front lights, the head beams, turn them on the high beam, cut on my four-wheel flashes, get outside the bus and walk around the bus just to see, uh, see is everything working. Just checking. You need to get outside your bus or your airplane and you need to take a walk around and see if everything is working okay. Yeah. You got anything wrong? Uh, Lord, this is uh, wrong because he already knows what's wrong in your life. Uh, but you need to take a pre-trip inspection of your life. Okay? You, 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 uh, the master already knows what's on this list or whatever. We all have a list. Uh, and as you walk around your life, Let's use your life as a body. As you walk around, uh, you know exactly where you need to. Uh, uh, maybe you have a flat tire. Maybe when you were approaching that bus or that airplane, maybe the, maybe the, uh, something looked, it was leaning uh, uh, to the right a little bit. Now, you know something is wrong when you see that. Maybe in your life, maybe you're leaning to the right a little bit. Or you're leaning to the left just a little bit. All right, something is wrong. You ain't supposed to be leaning to the left. Or lean to the right, and then gonna sit in there, start and drive away. That's not how it goes. And you understand this is not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be doing it. But you want to come back up level. You you want to make sure that all the airs in your tires and and, and and so what happens? We we all have defects in our life, you know. And we need to work on these defects. We need we need to take them to the shop. Let somebody who knows how to deal with some of these problems. That we have in our life, these defects that we that we may have in our in our life, uh, and as you walk around, as you walk around the bus, you, you you look at the tires and you make sure that all the nuts and bolts are are tightened down, and there's not uh, rust stains coming off the boat. Uh, maybe it's coming in loose or whatever. Uh, you want to make sure uh, that side is okay. As you walk around the front of the bus, you, you look at the front of the bus and you, you see whether the uh, your high beams, whether you got a light out. Uh, you might have a light out that needs to be replaced. You need to take you need to take yourself uh, to the shop. All right, uh, it's okay. Maybe you can get away with it during the daytime, but 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 at nighttime, when nighttime comes, visibility is not going to be too good. You're going to have some problems. You won't be able to see as well if uh, everything is not illuminated. See your high beams have your chance to and your lights uh, let you see things. Uh, that you can't normally see because uh, they illuminate those things which are in the way or in the pathway. So you need the Lord to uh, uh, help you. So the Bible and coming to Bible study and coming to place helps to illuminate some of them things that's in the roadway. Oh, because there are things in the roadway. And so uh, sometimes uh, we run over these things. Sometimes you run over these things in the roadway. Why? Because uh, you can't see them. You cannot see some of these things that are in the roadway. But through the Word of God, through the Bible, it helps to illuminate some of these things on the roadway that you're going to encounter. And if you see it, you're going to either stop if it's safe or you're going to go around. Or you're going to slow down. You're going to do it. And what that happens when you do that, sometimes it might be able to tap your bricks a couple of times while you're doing it. Might help to warn some of the people behind you so you don't get rear-ended. Okay. Satan sometimes has them people behind you distracted. You know, we got all, he got all kind of toys and gizmos for us now. 
cell phones, texting, you know, I catch myself looking down at my phone too. I do that. But some people look down for a little bit too long. And while the enemy put that defect up there, they're not paying attention behind you. Sometimes they look up at the last minute and they're able to hit the brakes and maybe stop just that much from your bumper. Some people don't, don't stop at all. Now, you can look at that spiritually and you can look at that physically. Okay? It's a two-way application for this thing here. Okay? So, in the meantime, you also, uh, before you go out on the road too, you want to kind of take a look at the traffic conditions, weather conditions. You know, that, that makes a big difference when you go out into this life. The Lord said you're going to do some storms out here in this life. It's not always going to be, you're not going to always uh, run through this life and drive and fly through this life uh, without there being storms. And some days may be sunny. Some days may be good. Things may be great. But there's going to be times when there's going to be storms. And when there's a storm, you've got to kind of adjust the way you uh, drive and the way you fly and the way you do things because um, uh, uh, visibility isn't so great. Is this making any sense to you? So you want to take a look at your traffic conditions. and took a, Now let's go back to the bus for a little bit. Once you finish walking around the bus, one of the, one of, one of the main visuals you see, and a lot of times it's men, and when you walk towards your car and you see that it's maybe sitting all right, maybe when you're walking towards your front end, maybe you might notice there's a puddle underneath your car. Okay? When you see a puddle underneath your car, you know that maybe, maybe something may be wrong. Yeah, maybe that puddle was already there when you drove up and you didn't see it when you drove up. But maybe, uh, maybe there's something wrong with your car or your airplane or your life. And so the best thing for you maybe to get down to do is to get down and look under there and see if uh, there's a little drip or something, or something may be wrong. Uh, you don't want to be like some people who, uh, oh, that ain't nothing. Jump in the car and then uh, you, you drive away, turn the corner, and everything stops. You want to kind of take a look at, uh, you, want to, you want to be a little bit more observant what's going on. Uh, all you got to do is turn on the news these days, and you can see exactly what's going on that we need to be kind of aware, because there's a lot of stuff going on in this world today. That's why I'm trying to uh, prepare you for flight training school. There's an aviation school, that we're, this class that we're, going to, that we're taking today. And uh, by uh, uh and the one thing that you want to do while you're taking this class is you want to be very observant. As I walk around the, the back end of the bus, because the engine is in the back of the bus, uh, and you open up, you want to make sure that everything seems to be running all right. The belt, you don't want to stick your hand in there while the engine's moving, though. Because it, it's dangerous here. There might be some danger. You might have some loose thread, uh, loose garment. You know, one of them belts might catch you and pull you in. So you have to be real, real careful about sometimes you have to stand back and kind of observe a little bit and see. Uh, um, you don't have to stick your hand in the, all, all dangerous places. And the, uh, sometimes it's a good idea just to stand back and just to observe. It's time for us to stand back and observe what's going on. It's time to stop, stop for a minute. Turn that radio off. Turn that TV off for a minute. It's all right. It ain't going nowhere. You know, sit there, just meditate a little bit. Lord, start speaking to you about what's going on. You know, anybody can join this flight travel school. All right. 
But there's some certain things that we need to do. We need to, some of us need to step up. Even me. See, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me too. Okay. My, my process is, a, is an ongoing, everyday, moment-by-moment process. And, and once you make a decision, okay, once you make a decision to go forward, oh, you're going to have obstacles going to come into your way. For us, those obstacles are tests. You're going to be tested. Okay. Uh, going through some tests now, but uh, the one thing that you want to keep doing is that you want to keep pushing forward. Because okay? the enemy want to trip you up. He wants you to fall and he wants you to stay right down there. But we ain't staying. You got to make up your mind. I'm not going to stay down here on this floor. But then he get down there and he want to stomp on you and kick you around and everything. No. No. And that's why we're all here together to help. I'm, I'm, if I see you down, I'm going I'm to I'm reach down. I'm going to help. I'm going to try to help you up. This is what we do. You know, you know, because you're going to be judged by if you see somebody down there and you're not trying to help somebody get up. I mean, you know, it's a part of our nature. A lot of our nature is to, to help people. There's a spiritual application. There's a physical application. God looks at both of them. Okay? We're not, we, you may not be perfect. I'm not, I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm just asking you to observe what's going on. What's happening? You might turn on the weather just to see, uh, get a, you know, a lot of people like to listen to the news and listen to the weather. You know, you might hear the forecasters say, uh, Tonight's forecast is going to be dark. With widely scattered light around dawn. Thank you, Lord, for that. <laughs> weather forecast. Check the weather. How is the weather today when you go out? There's a physical connotation to this, and it's also spiritual. What's the weather like? What's the weather like in, in your life? Is it, is it, are you, do you have a cloud uh, over you all the time? Uh, that's a problem. Uh, do you want to talk about that cloud over you or you want to just keep it to yourself? You know, the, the enemy wants you to keep that, that, you know, that little cloud of darkness over you, you know, to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. Sometimes you need to find somebody that you can talk to. You know, uh, there's, there's a word in the drug world called isolation. Enemy wants you to isolate. He love to get you out there by yourself and beat you up, and they tear you up while you're out there, while you're in the thing called isolating. But the minute you begin to talk about it, the minute you be able to get help, we need to talk about it. You don't, you might not want to talk to me, but the first person you might want to talk to is the Lord. Okay, you, uh, the, the major chief instructor, uh, the one who can uh, help you with every one of your problems and every one of your situations. Uh, before I became a bus driver, um, one thing I had to do once I got my application and accepted everything, there's a thing called a, a driver's handbook. You got the regular one for Class C license, then you got one called a commercial handbook. Uh, because I was going to be driving a large vehicle at the time, I had to go get the commercial handbook. And you have to study it. Uh, we have, the Christian, the church, have, has a handbook. It's called a Bible. It's the Word of God. This, this, this Word of God that we have as a Bible is, is living. It's, it's sharp. Boy, that, that, blade, that blade cuts you going and coming. And the reason, you know, people, people get upset sometimes when we start talking about the Word of God. 
So because uh, sometimes they they getting cut by it. As a physical connotation, is a spiritual connotation he was talking about. Okay, when a person gets cut by the word "cut deep," they get an attitude. Some of them do. You know, who do you think you're talking to? Uh huh. Who who do you think you are? Uh-huh. Yeah. Puffed up. You know, why? You know, it's because they ain't shot because they just been cut. You know, things happen when you get cut. <laughs> you bleed. <laughs> Not only do you bleed physically, but I'm talking about spiritual bleeding too. Mm. You get wounded sometimes, you know, when you get cut. But you need to come here to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, you might need to come here to the hospital to begin to uh, start the healing process. Okay, but that, but but at the same time, the word cut you. The, the word got bandaged too, and it's got all kind of doctors and everybody help mend you and try to put you back together in that area. And then after a while, once you get all put back together and begin to heal and put some mercuricone and and uh, near, some neosporin, <laughs> mercuricone. You. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. some people, yeah, some people use Neosporin. Whatever, put that on that. You might need some stitches. You might need some physical stitches, and you might need some spiritual stitches. But the angels will be there to help you. You minister and doctor to you if you when you get cut spiritually, whatever. We're here to help you to mend and put some more spiritual stitches on you. Close that womb up. Put a little something on there to help it so you don't get an infection. All right. Put a band-aid on it. Uh, so until you get it. And eventually, uh, that thing is going to heal up. It might leave a mark. Just a remark uh, about uh, a mark telling you, reminding you about what happened. We're not, we're not perfect people, maybe, you know. But, but, but we, but we got to start somewhere. And, 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 and many people, you've already started. You started. Today you're starting. Uh, many you're starting over. You can start all over today. Okay. Maybe today you want to step your game up. Okay. Just step your game. It, it, you know something? It's between you and the Lord. You, you might, you know, maybe something in this word might touch you today. And, and uh, just, just, I'm just trying to get you to think. Okay. You're not in this alone. Been in the program one time. The one greatest thing I, re- I recognized that I wasn't alone. I wasn't the only one going through what I was going through. What well, I wanted to try to blame God for it at one time, but I had to look at it and say, you know, right, that's all you. You made the decision. You know, certain decisions we make about certain things, you know, we need, we need to just take a look at it. Say, you know, Lord, thank you for it, or Lord, I blew it, or whatever the situation may be. And, you know, Lord is loving, and he's kind, and he's, he's, he's merciful. And he understands exactly where we are. You know, he just, he just says, come. You know, come to me. I want. I want to help you. You know, people. People. People are something else. You know. Um, I was just reading this little cartoon recently about um, uh, Jesus was getting ready to feed the five thousand, and um, one person stand on the standing on the bank and said, "Lord, uh, I'm a vegetarian." Another one asked Jesus, "Jesus, uh, has that fish been tested for mercury?" You know, and then another one asked him, "Am I gluten? Is is that bread gluten free?" <laughs> you know, pe- 
people, people are real, real, really something when they, uh, and I thought that was real, real cute, and I just want to share that with you. In order to get healed, there was a man by the name of Naaman in the, in the Bible, First King, um, and he had, he was a leper. He had leprosy. Leprosy was a terrible disease. And uh, Elijah had, the prophet had already went off the, off the scene, and uh, he was a powerful prophet that the, the Lord uh, listened to him. And if he said it wasn't going to rain, it wasn't going to be no rain. And he said at one time it didn't rain for three years. And then when he said it was going to rain, yeah, then the Lord brought rain. You know, we're going through the Old Testament right now, and it's just amazing to see in a, in a Bible study you know, what took place before we got to the, to the uh, New Testament and this relationship that some of these prophets had with the Lord and how the Lord showed up and, 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 and talked to them and came to them in visions and came down in the clouds and talked and talk to the people. Um, there was a man named Kor decided to be rebellious and try to go against uh, God's leadership. You don't want to go against the leadership. If the Lord put the leader in place... Uh, be careful the things you say and do concerning your leader. You can talk to him, but let, you know. But let's be res- respectful. The Lord uh, said, "Step away from him, everybody." <laughs> Lord said, "Step away." You, you don't want him to have his focus right on you. You know, you know. Somebody's after you, uh, and their gaze is right on you. Sometimes they, you know they don't stop till they uh, accomplish what they're after you for. When God says step away, he opened up the earth. And him and everything, his family, everything came and closed up on him. Part is called Kor's Rebellion. Rebellion. Rebellious. Rebellious spirit. One, we had a prophetess come here, a lady who grew up in our, uh, was raised up in this church. And each one of you guys have a, uh, you have a gift. Something, something you're good at. Okay. There's one lady, Nita Martin, used to be here. She, she was a prophet. And she told me, one of the things she told me recently was that she said, Ronnie, you know, you're not humble. Now, I'm thinking I'm humble. I think I'm, you know, I know I'm not perfect, but I'm thinking. But she said, you know, there's, there's. so when she told me that, then I need to start looking at some of these things in my life, such as that, Lord. You know, this was, this was brought to my attention, and I'm bringing this back to you, that I've got this problem. I've got this situation. I, I, I need you to help me in this, in this, in this area. Okay. Uh, that's what that's what he's there for. Uh, we need to take a step forward. Um, we have a prayer list that happens here every week. Lord told brother brother Marcus some years back, "This is what I, I need you to start doing." As a result, it changed many people's lives. Uh, many prayers have been a- answered, but at the same time, they've added more things down through the years according to whatever the situation that you might be going through. Uh, one thing I want to let you know is that what you're going through, you're not going through alone. Okay? You're not going through it by yourself. We're not perfect here. Uh, but, you know, we are a loving congregation here. And um, in, in the driver's handbook in heaven, the Lord said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalms 119.11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now, when you get ready to take your drawing, flying, uh, written test, um, you're not supposed to go in there with the driver handbook while you're taking the test. <clears throat> That's called cheating. And if you get caught cheating, <laughs> and, you know, people try to, they, they slick about their they cheating thing, you know, sitting here with the answers on the palm. 
some question. Is that what you're doing? You got some of the answers on your phone and <laughs> taking the test? You know, um, that's not what we're supposed to do, but, but, that, but hey, let's, that's what happens. You know, sometimes some people cheat. All right. In order to get into this class uh, that I needed to get to, going to get transit, I needed to pass this test. Once they let me in, I need to, you know, the state has laws and driving laws, and I need to be able to comply with this in order to keep moving to the next level. So you move to each level. Each, each level will take you a little bit higher in where you are trying to accomplish what you're trying to do. Same thing here. Well, once you get in here and you begin to take your test, and once you get in, and once you get enrolled, once you get into class, once you get, once you complete class, then you're going, then you're eligible to go to the next level. There's a spiritual connotation here. There's a physical connotation here. Okay. Uh, you want to move from one level to the next level. The Bible tells us there's no limit to the Holy Spirit. God says that there's nothing impossible for me. Is there anything too hard for me? He come at you like that. Huh? What? You trying to tell me, you know, God get kind of attitude. He get kind of a little attitude when you tell him what he can't do and blah, blah. I'll show you. <laughs> okay. And the way he shows you is the way he want to show you, you know. And then you say, okay, Lord, I get it. I get it, Lord. Okay, uh, Lord, you really funny, uh, you know, because Lord does have a sense of humor too. Yes, all right, but but uh, but reading all these stories in the Old Testament here, uh, God is a, you know he has sense, of, but he's serious too. Okay, um, some people look at God and they say, you know, Lord, um, he is just too nice of a God to have judgment. He would never do that. Wrong. Do you have a good side and a bad side? Do you do good? Always? No, you don't. When things come up, sometimes you are, uh, you might make you angry. It just is part of our makeup. It's a part of who we are. Okay? But the thing you do is, 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 is keep on coming. You know, the enemy don't want you to come. He's going he gonna to throw these blocks in the way. And, and, but he don't want you to be here, and he don't want you to hear this message today either. Too bad. He, he, you hear. And, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm giving it to you. Like I'm supposed to do. And I want to invite you to be a part. I'm not telling you to be perfect, but, but the reason, but, but you hear, keep on coming back. Okay, keep on coming, keep on coming, keep walking back in under your own power. Or driving back in, whatever, whatever way you're supposed to be here, you, you're here, and the Lord's going to honor you for that. You're going to get a blessing today. Paying attention, there's a blessing for you just for the fact that you're sitting here today. All right. There's some things coming up that's unforeseen. Even when you're flying up up in the air, sometimes you know a storm will come up. Anything, Captain Sully didn't know these birds was gonna come and to the front of his airplane and get all in his engine and cut his engines off. And <clears throat> Lord gave him just exactly what he needed. Maybe some people on there was Christian Christians on that plane praying. Whatever the case is, but he ended up landing, being able to land that plane safely in, in water. I, you know, when he was talking, he didn't give God no credit for it, but we know who did. We know, we know who was behind that. We know that the other guy wanted them to crash and burn. But he didn't like it. Same thing, principle, in your life. When you're up in the air and these uh, flock of birds come in front of you and, and, and obstruct your way. 
okay? Uh, but it's only through Christ that you're going to be able to come down with a, a, a safe landing, okay? Before you, when you get ready to go into battle, I'm telling you, you, you know, just even in your, if you don't speak it in your heart, if you ask the Lord for your help and want you, Lord, I want to be a part of your kingdom, there's some promises out there. When God promised the people some land, the land, there was already people in the land. There were already things in the land, but uh, he had to uh, move in order for you to possess this land. He was nice enough to go in before you, send his angel in there, start taking some of these, taking some of these people out of here, out of the way, because he promised, he promised you something. So if you've got some things in your life that's promised, uh, there's got to be some structure removal around this is not going to work, that's not going to work, need to move this out of the way. Because so, he's got the best He's got the best thing in heart and mind for you. Everything, whatever's best, this is what he has for you. Okay? Uh, and this is one of his promises. It, it, it's just fascinating. Uh, and, and I encourage, uh, you know, our members to, to get in on these, these Bible studies, even on Sunday morning. Sister Tanika and Sister Michelle, they're teaching. Um, I, I, I don't make it all the time, but I'm trying to make a better effort to come Sunday mornings or whatever. Okay? Um. Get in on your classes because I, with some of this stuff, you don't understand exactly what I'm saying until you go back and read it. But what happens is that if you come, you get a chance to talk and you get a chance to feedback some things you don't understand. You get a chance to ask some questions. Why? Because you're trying to move from this point to this point. We're not trying to stay in one place. You stay in one place it's too long, you're going to get stagnant. And when you get stagnant, it breeds all kind of diseases and mess and Mosquitoes and then this pest and they begin to pester you and and then and then then they get you and you know then they've got then those pests got their own diseases, whatever. And so um, you, you want to be able to uh, alleviate that, alleviate that, and you know you want to uh, break that water so uh, you can get some fresh water coming through there and and and, and run that old stuff down uh, out of there. Keep keep it fresh, keep it moving. You want to keep it fresh and you want to keep it moving. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep coming. You know, keep swinging. Okay. Are you cleared for takeoff? So, in my final here, I'm. Uh, uh, Jesus is going to come back one day. This is one of the, the Christians. Are, you might not know, for those who you don't know, the Lord. The Lord is going to come back. Um, he made a promise. If there's anybody going to keep a, keep the promise, it's going to be them. You might know some people. We all know somebody who who, who keeps their promise. Uh, if they tell you, don't be standing here when I get back. <laughs> if they tell you, don't be here when I get back. Best that you may not want to be there when they get back. Okay, because when they come back, they might change the whole circumstance. Okay, but pride, but pride to have you stay there. Ah, oh, ain't, they ain't doing nothing. I ain't running. Who they think they are? Yeah, I'm three times seven. I ain't got, I ain't got to go nowhere. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to use your head. You got to keep it moving. You know, because when you keep it moving, then that way you get a chance to see tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to see them all. Yeah, 
<laughs> I want to see tomorrow. I'm not perfect, you know, but uh, Lord, I, I bring it all before you. Say, Lord, I'm not perfect, but I bring it all before you. All right. So, you know, uh, it, it, it's just like, you know, we are doing prayer time. Uh, sometimes there's certain people who verbalize, you know, the prayer goes on the list. But then there's other times there's people, you've all got requests that you decide not to verbalize it. But but by the upraising of your hand, it gives a Lord the opportunity to come in because he's, um, you know, he's such a gentleman. You know, he respects you so much that uh, he don't really invade on your territory. And a lot of times I figure that when certain things do happen, it's because maybe you had a grandmother, grandfather praying back here. Okay, somebody was praying back here. And so those prayers from back there is, just, is what that blood is what's covering you up here. Okay, and then what happened way back here is starting to take effect. You know, because one thing God don't forget. Ain't nothing wrong with his memory. He knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and what time to do it. He already got it set up because where he's sitting, he's already look, up here looking down at the situation. We're looking, we're looking flatline parallel. We can't see it all. I can't see what's going over that hill, but he can. He knows what's going over that hill in your life. He knows what's happening on the other side over there. Okay. Lord, I want you to go with it before me. Clear out the way because I'm coming that way. I'm coming through, Lord. I'm coming through. Hey, God is awesome. He really is. He, he is an awesome God. Don't give up the fight. Keep fighting. Keep coming. In your quiet time, have a little conversation with just you and him. You know, just you and him. I'm going to let Brother Small take over from here. And uh, that's what I have for you. someone to respond. There's, there's times when um, a person says, you know, I need to make a commitment. When, when we hear the word of God, it's not for the purpose of just letting it go in one ear and out the other. It requires that we take it to heart and we do something with that word. There are some people in this place that I know have, not, have never made a decision for the Lord, have not said, Lord, I accept you as my Savior. And then there are people who may have accepted the Lord, and there's people for sure who have, but yet there's always a challenge to move to the next level, to keep it moving as was stated. We're always being tested. And I think one of the interesting things, Satan never quits. So if we stop, you become a very clear target for him to hit. But if you're not moving forward and you're not doing what you need to do, not staying to the Lord, not staying current, uh, he'll pull you away quickly. (laughs) Only way to be with the Lord is by having the blood applied, being in the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you may have taken an inspection, but then you stopped. You haven't made a decision. See, it's good for you to make an inspection, but if you don't go past the inspection, you just looked. So what are you going to do with the word that's been given today? You should bow your heads if you would.
Some of you have decisions that you've got to make. And the decisions are not easy decisions. But one of the first things that the Lord did is that he made it easy for you to come to him. All that comes, all that that the Father has, and all that comes to the Father, he will in no wise cast out. If you come to the Lord and accept him, you accept him from the bottom of your heart. You respond to his calling and say, yes, Lord, to your will. You're in. But then your fruit shows if you really made the commitment. If there's anybody in this place today that have not said yes to the Lord today, you can. What I will be willing to do is to contact you. If you want to put your hand up and say, you know, I need to know what does it really mean to be saved. I need to be discipled. I need to be mentored here. I don't know what it means. I've heard it, but what does it really mean to be saved and to walk with the Lord? Is there anybody in this place that says, you know what? I need to be saved and I need to be mentored. You put your hand up and back down. I'll contact you or have someone here do that. And some of you have said, God, I'm constantly making promises. I'm constantly checking, but I haven't taken that next step. I'm willing to do that. I need to take that next step. Are you willing to take that next step? We pray today in this place, Lord, that as people take the inspection physically and spiritually, as been stated, they will look for the defects and that they will turn them over to you, Lord, the card, and says, Lord, here's some defects that I need your help in. And that they will allow you to, Lord, perfect and to make Write those areas that are not. May we, may we not be too proud to acknowledge the defects. And may we not be too proud to accept your help because your ways are perfect. No, it may not be easy, but we know that we'll have the victory in the Lord if we do it your way. So we pray today that you will cover that we'll repent and that you'll recover, that we'll recover. And that, Lord, in the midst of looking down the road, making sure that our lights are on, that we will avoid the obstacles. But it can be very dangerous driving down the street with no headlights at midnight. Some people's lights are not on, Lord but they think they are. Reveal. May there be a quick response. Thy word have I hid in my heart was said that I might not sin against you. So if the word is not shining, only darkness remains. So we pray right now that there will be a coming to the light, the word, a place in the word in our lives. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.